Hey guys, it's Anthony. Just wanted to tell you about our friends real quick at Baseballism. Baseballism is a lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime, specializing in premium apparel and glove leather accessories for men, women, and children. Visit Baseballism.com and use coupon code AASports for a 15% discount on your next order. Not ready to order today? Follow Baseballism on Instagram to stay connected. Baseballism is America's brand. Welcome to the ANA Podcast. Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashby. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to another edition of ANA Sports Show. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Get it? Because it's unfortunate you have to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, happy anniversary. Dude, man. happy anniversary. For all of you guys who. For all the like, you guys that have been on the ride since day one, we this are rec- is day one this for is, us. This is day yeah. one for us. This, this is, we're we're recording this on a. Well, I guess day three sixty five for us. Yeah, yeah, three, three, yeah, yeah. Wednesday, May twenty second at ten thirty seven in the morning in San Antonio, Texas. This is our year mark. Year mark, right Congratulations here. Congratulations to everybody who's been involved. Congratulations to Anthony. Congratulations to Rocco, Lauren, all of our guests. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. 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 This has been fun. Yeah. I can't wait to do it for another year. Year number one. Let's just get to year number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five get, is great. Let's just get to two. Let's Fuck. get to two first. Yeah. You know? We did good so far. Let's uh you know. Let's get to two. <laughs> Anyway, right. we got a pretty good show coming up today. We got some highlights. We got some interesting topics, including a little bit of Broncos quarterback. We'll cover another MLB division. Talk some more NBA playoffs. Can anybody take down Golden State? And then um, talk a little bit about Magic and his dirty laundry with the Lakers. Adam Silver wanting more female uh, officials and uh, coaches in the NBA. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's highlights. Into it. In case you've been getting drunk at a four-year-old's birthday party this weekend, here are this week's highlights. You used that one last week. It's still true, though. It's still okay? It's still true, Because, <laughs> fuck, I mean... I was talking literally to somebody at work the other day who literally got drunk at a four-year-old's birthday. I believe Her it. own daughter's four-year-old birthday party. I believe it. Which was fucking hilarious. I believe it, yeah. So anyway. Anyways, yeah. Chris Wondolowski is now the MLS leading goal scorer with 146 goals. Congratulations to Chris. He's played a hell of a career, more or less with the San Diego, no, excuse me, San Jose Earthquakes. I think he's been a one-man one man, man wrecking uh, show. Yeah, with the Sandia or excuse me, San Jose Earthquakes. And for those who aren't familiar with the soccer world, who uh, you just said who he plays for, but he's a soccer. Correct. Yeah, okay. he's a soccer player. Uh, he plays for the Major League uh, Soccer. Um, plays out in California. He's played for the uh, men's national team a handful of times. He's got some caps in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's basically been the face of that franchise for ever. He's been there, Tim Duncan. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. So, congratulations to him. That's a hell of an accomplishment, especially with the long list of guys in the MLS that we have had. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, number two, Chris Long, son of Howie Long, is now retiring after 11 seasons. He's had a couple of Pro Bowls in there. Um, he's had a hell of a career. Now there's another Long in the NFL, so that's yep. a pretty good lineage of uh, NFL yeah. talent coming out of there. That's pretty crazy. That's impressive. And he donated a lot of his salary to charity. Mm-hmm, he so, did, yeah. I mean, that's... And he's the one that kind of blew the whistle on the whole Patriots thing, the whole suffocating of the players, of the individual. 
with the Patriots, how it's not fun, and Bill Belichick's whole response is, well, winning is fun. Winning is fun. Like, oh, at what cost, though? At some level. For some people, at what cost? I forgot which Super Bowl it was, but after I just remember Bill Belichick after a Super Bowl saying, I mean, we're actually five weeks behind on next year, so you yeah, know, we yeah. have to get back to work. Yeah. You know? I was like, oh, you'd be the best fucking boss on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I just won the Super Bowl over. We're five weeks behind, mm-hmm. so we got to get back. I smiled for 0.6 seconds, and that's enough for the year. My son graduated from college. And move on to next week. I don't even care. You know? I hate this life. <laughs> <laughs> football is fun. You think football is fun? Yes, football is fun. Yeah, so much fun. So much fun. Anyway. Anyways. Josh Hamilton will be inducted to the Rangers Hall of Fame as of August 17th. He led the team to two straight World Series appearances, which is sad that we have to add the World word appearances as opposed to victories <clears throat> we're not going to talk about it we but congratulations to josh it. he's also yeah. going to be inducted with the uh with the with the longtime uh, arlington mayor as well i don't know the guy's name sorry um but i just saw that that's pretty cool that is um he's he's still one of my all-time favorite players oh, absolutely his dude, background story was incredible dude was an absolute monster it's just yeah. a shame that he couldn't um well do you know his whole his whole story Getting I mean, drafted by it. the Rays, got into drugs and alcohol, went into like rehab, got in a whole bunch of trouble, came yeah. back, played for the Rangers, and then killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's extraordinary. Yeah, he did a whole piece on like I am second about how like religion helped save his life. Uh, the other old uh, guitarist from Corn is on there too. No way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is one of the reasons I guess why Corn kind of stopped doing what they were doing for a while is because. They were trying to clean up their act, I guess. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. So, I yeah. wasn't aware. Okay. Something like that. Oh, well, congratulations to Josh. Congratulations to Josh. Well deserved, I think. Regardless of all the background, he um, he was a beast. Oh yeah, for he sure. Was, he was beast. He was that. A- uh, do you remember that home run derby? Dude, dude, that was oh, incredible. God, One man. of the my more favorite home. I don't really care Absolutely. about the home run derby all that much, but he was in it and he fucking killed it. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> he put on a show. He yeah. was trying to hit the ball out of Yankee Stadium. Like yeah. I legitimately think he oh, was yeah. trying to hit the ball out of Yankee Stadium. And I think he could too. Oh, easily. Yeah. Dude was nuts. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, this is pretty cool news. Conference USA and the NFL network agreed to a four year deal uh worth a worth for a ten game package starting in two thousand nineteen. So basically uh one game one conference USA game will be aired on Saturdays on the NFL network starting this year. So it's pretty cool. It's a pretty big deal for the conference and in general. Neat. I get to see rice on Saturdays. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it showcases the players better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever, hater. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Texas State's not going to be on the, te- on the... No, thank God, though. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that'd be terrible. Uh, and then last but not least... Well, actually, no, that's all of them for that's this all week. Of them. That's all of them. That's all of them. So, yeah. Right on. In case you weren't watching TV, that's what happened. That is what happened. That's some well, of what happened. it's not fair to say in case you weren't watching TV because you could have easily been I mean, watching the super disappointing ending to Game of Thrones. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all stupid dragon I'm going to save that. I, want, I do want to talk about it if you don't mind, but I'm going to save that. Bro, so. I give so... I have never seen a single episode. No, it's okay. I understand. But no, but, but you know what that means? Like, I don't succumb to peer pressure when it comes to TV. <laughs> I, well, I know. Yeah. But... I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't seen it. So, Well, then why would we talk about it? Because I want to talk about it. Okay, but if you're going to spoil it. <laughs> I want to wait till the end. So that way we can redo all our shit first and then spoil it. And, and then I can I just s- stop listening at the end. Exactly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. 
people decide, okay, well, I haven't seen Game of Thrones yet, so right. I'm going to turn it off now. I don't know. Apparently, I don't want people to turn it off right now. So fair enough. <laughs> All sports podcast. All sports podcast. <laughs> Dragon sport, blood sport. Dragon. It was sports, all right? It was sports. It was sports. War is a sport. Athleticism is a sport. It was part of sports. It was part of sports, yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. First uh, on the agenda, Broncos QB. Broncos QB situation. So what is all this about? So uh, it was a pretty interesting, I guess. I mean, I think this has come up before in a lot of different cases, but it was just kind of, you know, re brought up a little bit when you looked at the Broncos situation. So the Broncos went out and signed Joe Flacco with the intent that uh, Joe Flacco is the starting quarterback in Denver. He is the guy. He's going to be the one that's getting back to the promised land. He's going to be the one to get another Super Bowl ring. He's got the Super Bowl ring before. He's a vet. He's got the arm. He's got the you know experience, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Then the Broncos go and draft Drew Locke out of Missouri, who, in my regards, is... <laughs> top five quarterbacks in the draft. Uh, he has the most experience. He's got a hell of a cannon. He's a smart kid. He's played all four years in Missouri. Uh, he did so with a terrible offensive line, so he was just getting destroyed on a weekly basis. Um, and he still managed to put up decent numbers. He's, you know, like I said, he's got a great athlete. He's got a good arm. He's going to do well in the NFL. So there was conversation about when Locke comes into that Broncos locker room, is it Joe Flacco's responsibility to help get him better so that he can then eventually become the starter in Denver? Joe Flacco's response more or less was, look, I'm here to win football games. That's it. That's what I'm here to do. I saw a report on ESPN a while back that Locke was like, Flacco's been really great to me. Like, he's, it's been really good. You know, yeah. he hasn't been mean. He hasn't been nasty. Whatever the case was, it's been fine. But it brings up the question. I think it's a pretty good question because I think it has a lot of little, you know, bits and pieces in there that kind of you have to really kind of think about, you know, yeah. is it a, 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 veteran pl- excuse, a veteran player's job when a player gets drafted out of the NFL to come in under them and to truly teach them what they know so that they can have a successful career when they're done. Because you look at, like, Eli Manning right now, mm-hmm. and they took uh, Jones out of Duke. Yeah. I mean, essentially, Eli Manning is just grooming that man yeah. to become the next quarterback. He knows he's done. Yeah. The organization knows he's done. And essentially, I mean, there are pictures. They're basically the same fucking person. Like, it's uncanny. They look exactly like their mannerisms are exactly the same. I can now understand more why they drafted him after seeing how he acts and how Manning acts. They're basically the same dude. I don't know if that's the best course of action, considering, yeah, you know, they might. If your high is high is you know two Super Bowl wins, that's fucking extraordinary. I mean, he's he has a great career, but his lows were like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. How many years is Joe Flacco in? A like, few. I mean, total. I mean, total. I don't know off the top of my head how many years he's been playing, but he's been playing a few years. I mean, I mean he has a Super Bowl win. He's got a Super Bowl ring. He does. He's been playing for a hot minute now. I mean, you know, he's been around the league. People know his name. Um, so, my thing is, part of it is yes. Part of it is this guy's coming in and... I mean, naturally, that's the, that's what's going to happen. You're going to learn. You're going to take some things from Joe Flacco, and you're going to apply them to the way you play. 
I think. I mean, you're just gonna it's just gonna happen naturally. Um whether or not Joe Flacco directly takes the responsibility of saying, Hey dude, you know Also to answer your question, ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Looks like he started playing in Baltimore in oh eight. And has played in Baltimore every year except for this most recent one where he now plays for the Broncos. Okay. Um so it didn't surprise me that Joe really said, you know, I'm just here to win football games, that's it. And the other guy's like, oh, yeah, Flacco's been great to me. I mean, I, I guess, just, I don't know. For me, I guess it kind of depends on where the quarterback that you have thinks he is in his career and what kind of person that he is. Yeah. Like, I, Joe Flacco's been playing for 10 years. He's got the Super Bowl ring. I don't think that he thinks he's done. I think he's Probably got not. a while left. I Probably think he's not. got years left. And yeah. I, so I think his brain's like, I'm not done. It's not my responsibility to teach that guy because I'm still trying to get to the best point I can so that I can do whatever. But then there's that whole, well, there's no I in team. Yeah. There isn't win, but fuck. Yeah. You know. There's that whole, this guy's this guy's the next guy. Right, exactly. So we like, need you to show him how things are done. Right. Now, I wonder if this had been the case. Because, I mean, I wonder if he's a little bit bitter from what happened in Baltimore when they drafted uh, oh, yeah. uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's who they drafted. I'm not crazy? Yeah. Okay. Um, As people yell at us. No, I know. But, you know what I'm saying? So he basically got forced out after an injury, and they're going with this, you know, guy at quarterback that's no longer Joe Flacco, who's been the quarterback for the last eight, ten years. Um, so I wonder if he's just a little bit salty. She was like, no, 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 fuck that kid. Like I seen what happens. I taught that kid how to do X, Y, and Z and fuck. I got booted. I don't want to do that. So I wonder if he's just a little bit salty, but okay. So I guess the bigger question is, is by the way, it is yes, Lamar Jackson. Okay. So I guess the bigger question is, is in your opinion, do you think that it is a player's responsibility to teach the young guys under them? Not no, not like yeah. You're gonna pick up some tips and tricks from the guy ahead of you because you didn't know something, or whatever. Is it the player's responsibility to help prepare the next generation to be better for a team? Not full responsibility, but some yes. It's not like your job, job to you know be this guy's mentor, but also you're this guy's teammate, so you would naturally share some things. Like you're, he's just gonna naturally want to. Uh, I can't think of the word right now, but you know, pick his brain, right? So now, I mean, that's to me what it what it is. I I completely understand that point where you brought up like Joe's, like, well, this shit happened to me in Baltimore. Like, I'm not about to lose my job again. Right? I was I came here to be the, the starting, starter. You told I, me I'm the starter. You, so. I came here to be the starting quarterback. That's what I'm going to do. Right? Great. Yeah, you're the starting quarterback. You probably still have a few years left under your belt. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably. I mean, yeah. If you want to go for a Super Bowl, that's what everyone's goal is mm-hmm. great but this guy's gonna be the next guy right so can we can you help him develop you know right it doesn't all have to be your job but you're wonder, his, you're his teammate so i wonder how much of it has to do with a sense of loyalty to a team like if you've been traded around a whole lot you have really no reason to necessarily help the guy behind you get better for Either himself or for the team, because, like, what? It also depends on the guy. Yeah, I think it really does depend on the guy. You know? How, how does how does Joe really look at it? Because, like, I mean, also a great example, 
Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and then Aaron Rodgers to who? Yeah. I don't see Aaron Rodgers sharing. Nope. I mean, that dude's a, excuse my language, a cunt and a half. God damn. <laughs> I hate that dude. He went on a rant, by the way, about Game of Thrones. He's a big Game of Thrones fan. So yeah. he, made it, he made it. He's like, he was in that. Yeah. He, yeah. 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 I hate that dude, honestly. <laughs> it's like this. If I had no quarterback on a team, let's say every one of them got injured, and I got had the option to sign him or had the option to sign, like, Jamarcus Russell, I'm signing Jamarcus Russell. Like, I'm not signing Aaron Rodgers because he's fucking toxic. That dude will destroy your locker room, and it's been made evident. Yeah. Through his, but that's a whole different, it's, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm about to get on a ramp. Fuck. You can rant about Aaron Rodgers another episode, man. Dude, I... <sighs> I don't. I don't want to say I hate that dude because like that's strong, but I would say that I like I, I abhor that guy. <laughs> so because that's stronger. That's stronger. So yeah, hate's a strong word. It is. Abhor is a stronger word. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with abhor. <laughs> Just fuck that dude. Anyway. Anyways, I think it all depends on how Joe looks at it. How yeah. do you want to be conceived as a teammate? How do you want to be looked at as a teammate? Do you want to you know like, okay, yes, I'm. I was brought here to be a starting quarterback, like I just said, like you know, but. This guy is going to be their next guy. Right. You know, he's trying to win a job as well. Yeah. Do I want to be a good team or do I want to be a bad teammate? You know? Yeah. I honestly think it is kind of their part of their responsibility. Like, I think it's, yeah. I think it is. I don't necessarily think it's all coaches. Like, I really do think that players need to teach the young guys coming in. Obviously, yeah. It's like, a, it's part of your job to be a mentor. Yeah. You know? So when he's over here, like, no, not my job. I think, yeah. He's considered a veteran is. in the league. He has a Super Bowl ring. I mean, right. You know? like, I think it is his job. Yeah, exactly. I think he's literally just salty from what happened in Baltimore. But, like, that's the game. That's the game. That's how fast it moves. Ten years is. It's also a business, dude. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Now, especially if you had loyalty to a team, then it's definitely your fucking responsibility. Yeah. Like, if you only play for one team, like, you know, like Brady, for example. Yeah, it's Brady's job to teach the yeah. next dude up yep. how to play. Which he won't be ready for for another few years, too. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So maybe it's a timing thing, too, more maybe. than anything else. Maybe. Maybe it's a, well, okay, yeah, I know I'm getting towards the end of it, so I might as well yeah. share. I suppose, like, no, no, fuck you. Because if you get traded, now you're somewhere else with all my secrets. Yeah. Like Garoppolo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I mean, look how well that's done for him. I mean, he does done well. Granted, I'm not saying that he's not a bad player, but, you know, if he can stay healthy, we can see exactly how well he can do. Exactly. But, anyway, I don't know. I just think it was kind of shitty that he's like, no, not my fucking job, not my responsibility, not my fucking baby. Like, He no. came out and said, like, seriously, that? like More or less, he was just like, yeah, no, I'm here to win football games. Like, I'm not here to babysit. More or less. So be it, man. Yeah, exactly. But I think he's always kind of had that gruff attitude, which I guess on some level is nice. If a tough dude at quarterback, you could use that. Exactly. You know. But at the same time, you know, don't don't be a dick. You know, yeah. a wise man once said, "Try not game. to be a dick." You know. So yeah, exactly, exactly. If you go down, do you want your team to suck? Exactly. Well, what happened? What happens no. when you get hurt? Then yeah. This, then it's this guy's job. Exactly. And, you and know, you, you want that Super Bowl ring? You want that bonus? Well, you better fucking make sure that he's ready. There you go. Like, that's your job. It's not just because you're injured. It's always your job, which, again, goes back to my point. I think it is his job. Yeah. I think, I mean, granted, I think it's also the quarterback's coach and the offensive coordinator and the head coach and all those guys. They all, but, have, a, they have, they all have a part in it. Right. Yeah. But who knows the playbook potentially better than the guy who's already been there? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I would almost like to see Locke beat out Flacco just to be like, ah, this is what you get. Try not to be How a about dick. this guy. I'm hmm. better than you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sucks. I'm 
faster, I'm more athletic, I have just as good of an arm, and I'm more accurate, which you are not. But anyway. Anyways. Moving on. Moving on, yeah. Let's cover a little bit of Major League BC Ball. Major League Basey Ball. As my Nana used to say, BC Ball. Yeah. Before we do that, let's take a second to talk about our friends over at Baseballism. Uh, this season, let's uh, check out our friends at Baseballism, an all, an all baseball-related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you love baseball or even like it like we do, uh, you should be wearing baseball. No, we love it. We love it. We love it. We don't just But like if you it. just like it, you should also be wearing baseballism. Which you're allowed to like. Exactly. It's America's brand, the official off-the-field brand for baseball. Go check them out at baseballism.com. While you're there, use coupon code AA Sports at the checkout line. That's AA, our initials, S-P-O-R-T-S, for a 15% discount off your first order. They just released some uh, some nice uh, sweatpants shorts, dude. Dude, I saw a shirt that says Atticate on it, and I'm going to buy it because yeah. that's fucking extraordinary. Nice. I say that shit all the time. There you go. I say Atticate or Girl, depending on who I'm talking to. Yeah. I say that six times a day, every day. Nice. Yeah. And they, really, they, and they just released a, a Believe in Baseball shirt that's like kind of old school where it's got the, it's like it's written old school mm-hmm. lettering and the so script I, or I'm whatever. Gonna, I'm going to definitely get that one. Yeah. Oh, my dad actually bought my uh, aunt uh, a bag. From there, a nice uh, leather bag, uh, yeah, the whole glove leather, yeah. Uh, butter, like essentially, it's a purse, but they call it a game bag. The nice. whole joke was she said, "Stop getting me purses," so they didn't get her a purse; they got her a game, a game bag. Nice. <laughs> well, there you go. So good yeah. stuff out there, stuff for everybody. Exactly. Uh, All right, the ML Central, NL, NL Central. I was like ML, MLB Central, NL Central. Sorry, MLB NL Central. The second to the last division that we're going to cover, mm-hmm. Cubs, Reds, Brewers, Pirates, and Cards. This is actually a really good division. There's some pretty interesting uh, points in this division that I wanted to bring up before we started. So I think the obvious thing is Cubs started off pretty slow, and now they're back, back, on, to, top. back on top to where... 10 games over, 28 and 18. At home, they're 16 and 6. Away, they're 12 and 11. Uh, they have a pretty good run differential in 59. Um, in their last 10, they're 6-4 and four with a one-game win streak currently, which is not necessarily a win streak. It's just you want a game. Congratulations. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Cubs started terribly. They started off really slow. Airs all we the time. T- their pitching staff was trash. Yeah. You know, um, but they really seem to write that ship. Actually, they are, they have given up the second least amount of runs in their uh, division there. Which I find interesting because, shit, they gave up a dick ton to the Rangers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess the key concerns for the Chicago Cubs were a couple of injuries, but then their their rotation being, like, on average 67 years old, 68 years old, I think, something like that. <laughs> no, but they have a pretty old starting rotation, which has been getting much sharper, Yeah, I feel like. I wonder if it's one of those things where they were just taking a minute to to get tuned up. I don't know, man. Because, I mean, you look at the Rangers bullpen, and we're all old as shit, too. So, and we're kind of not getting our shit quite yet together, but we're up there. It's getting better. Our runs are what's really saving us right now. I cannot alliterate how much, how frustrating it's been that we score runs, Mm -hmm. but we don't have the pitching. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's either one or the other. I mean, shit, we did this in 11 and 12 whenever uh, Hamilton was here. That's what we did. Our pitching wasn't great. It was our batting that did it for us. I mean, yeah. our pitching was okay. Pitching was okay. But the batting is what did it for us. So we're yeah. basically reliving those days. Pitching th- was better than what it is right now. Right, exactly. But the cool thing is is that we're doing it with much less than we had offensively then exactly. that we do now. So exactly. that's pretty nice. 
Just to run down the lineup right now, Javi Baez is batting 323. Chris Bryant uh, is batting 275. Chris Bryant actually picked it up a little bit since uh, the slow start to his season as well. Uh, Rizzo batting 256. Uh, they got, of course, Contreras back there as well. Schwaber. Schwaber? Schwaber. Schwaber. Thank you. Kyle Schwaber. Amora Jr. In, in center fielder makes for a solid center fielder. Um, yeah. I mean, they have a they have a fucking deep lineup, and oh, their yeah. bench is solid as well. Um, they're back in bullpen. We'll get better, I think. They have a combined ERA of three 3.58. It's not bad. Which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean... You're gonna have a, if you're giving up less than five runs a game, yeah, you know, yeah, it's pretty good. You like, did you know that the Rangers are averaging 15 runs during a day game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's extraordinary. We scored 14 and 15 in back-to-back days against the Mariners. I know. In Seattle, I know. Well, yeah. Seattle's trash at home, but yeah. Regardless, we regardless. still scored that many. You know, at any time, that's so. a baseball score. Yeah, right. You know, I uh, like it though. I like it though. Anything else on the Cubs? No, I think they'll continue this out. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to continue to do well. They may not necessarily win the Central. Um, you know, Milwaukee may make a late push. Seattle, or excuse me, not Seattle. St. Louis might make a late push. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the Central is always one of the tougher debates. Because also, the interesting thing about the the Central, they have four out of five of their teams right now all have a positive run differential. No other team has more than three. That's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even the guys who have the one team that has a negative run differential is still third. They're not even last. They're still third. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's interesting. So Chicago's on top. Second place right now is Milwaukee, uh, the Milwaukee Brew Crew. They are at 28 and 22, uh, two games behind the Chicago Cubs. 16 and 9 at home, 12 and 13 on the road with a plus 11 run differential. In their last 10, they are 4 and 6. I mean, with that all-star Yelich, I mean, yeah, it's hard to say that they're not going to do well. Lorenzo Cain, you mean, know? I think he's taking a little bit of a break, but... Mike Moustakas, you know, they and they just called up... Uh, they just called up a guy from the Missions, too, who's been killing it, dude. Nice. Yeah. Um, can't pronounce his name, so I'm not... Missions even... just got rocked 11-1 by Round Rock Express the other day. Keystone... Keith Sweat. Or Keith Stone. <laughs> Keystone Hira? If that's that guy's name, I'm sorry, dude, if you're listening. But good job. Congrats on getting <laughs> called up. Keep doing what you're doing. Nice job. What's your name? What's your name? Come on the show if you want, please. Right. That'd be nice. But, yeah, dude, I mean, Brian Braun, you know, Yasmani Grandel, um, they're going to be there. Yeah. They're, they're going to be in the conversation. Exactly. For the rest of the season. They're closer, harder, you know. Hater. Hater, sorry. But he throws harder. He throws hard. Um, Dude, he started off the season with like not allowing any runs on yeah. something stupid. It was ridiculous. only fastballs too. That was the crazy thing. He'd only threw fastballs for the first like month. I swear, God, yeah, that's ridiculous. How do you not throw your arm out? But I mean, then on the flip side, he also has now given up a lot of runs too. So people have just been sitting back and waiting for the fastball. Yeah, but regardless, he's got eleven saves on the on the year. Um, nice, yeah. So yeah. I totally forgot we traded Alex, Alex Claudio over there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, God. yep, yep, yep. Wow. You know who's been killing it, too? Let the Rangers trade it away? Goddamn Martin Perez. Serious? Yeah, plays for the uh, Twins now. Twins? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 
No, he's a sinker, <laughs> a, a, a slider pitcher, and of course he he's is. He's the fucking like second or third lowest ERA. Of course, I'm like goddamn. Because why not? That's yeah, how the world I mean, works. I would man. hate for you to do well here, you jackass. All right, so sitting in third place and looking really good with a really, really quickly rising star in Josh Bell is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, they're sitting at 24 and 21. They are three and a half games back of Chicago, nine and 10 at home, and 15 11 on the road. Um, at a negative 44 run differential, they're six and four in their last four. They're moving up. They're moving up. They're moving up. Their pitching has been solid, but their fielding has been even better. Uh, like I said, they have an up and coming star right now, uh, Bell, who's been just killing it for them lately. They got Milky Cabrera too. Batting, yeah, batting three thirty eight on the year yeah. right now. Cabrera's up there. <laughs> I'm thinking it is being right now. Uh, Josh Bell was leading in like four everything, cat- four categories, yeah. fourteen home runs, four, forty-four RBIs. He's batting three ninety-six, and he's got fifty-five hits as well. Yeah, he's. I don't doubt it. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude's been killing it. <laughs> like he's the heart and soul of that offense. I hope they keep it up. I hope that he elevates the team around him. Because when's the last time that you heard that the Pirates won the NL Central? Never. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I would like to see that. It would be fun. I think as a fan to watch a little bit of change up in that. Uh, mm-hmm. In that division there, it's not the Cubs. Stuff you go. As he yawns. Sorry. Because it's 11 o'clock in the morning and it's too it's too early for him. Yeah, same. Yeah. Dude, I get up at 2 to go to work. So <laughs> <laughs> and then I work until 11 and then I stay up for a little while playing video games or working out or meal prepping. And Yeah. So, yes, this is early for me. This is early. I also didn't sleep, like, at all last night. I could yeah. not go to sleep. I maybe got, like, a full hour. That sucks, dude. Yeah, dude. But it was rowdy. Anyway. Reds are the cards. Um, Coming up next in the division, we have the St. Louis Cardinals, who just put a whacking on the Rangers. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals right now sitting fourth in the division with a 24-23 and 23 record. They are four and a half games back. 14-9 at home and 10-14 on the road is pretty par what it looks like for the major leagues this year. Great home record, terrible away record. By the way, we won that series against the Cardinals. Huh? We won that series against the Cardinals. No, I'm talking about, uh, sorry, I meant uh, World Series when we oh. played against them. And, yeah. Let's not talk about it. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, plus run 20 differential with a 3-7 and seven, uh, previous 10. Um, as always, I mean, the Cardinals have a tough team. They're always a tough team to play. They're the St. Louis Cardinals, man. They're, yeah, they're, they're never not. There. T- yeah, I mean, uh, DeJong is doing really, really well. DeJong, you see, whatever. They have the best um, catcher that's ever done it. Yeah, know? literally. Um, pitching staff is always pretty solid. Wainwright, you know, headlining that that staff. Yeah. You know? Yachty is just a machine. Yeah. It amazes me what he does. He's probably top five favorite players for me. He's up there, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, being a catcher growing up, like, yeah. Yeah. I idolize, like, yeah. solid catchers. So, like, Pudge, Yachty are two of my top five. But that's a, anyway. Is uh, Piazza in the, anywhere in that list? Uh, he, I guess he probably should be, but I was never really a Met. That's true. like I was never really a Mets fan. Yeah. I mean, I'm never really a St. Louis Cardinals fan either. But I think it's probably more yeah, in my timeline. Yeah, that I was watching him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Piazza, no, I mean Piazza's top five, top ten greatest catchers ever. Um, probably closer to top ten than top five. But year, regardless, <laughs> he's one of the best to ever. Do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Cubs are always tough. Or excuse me, uh, 
cards are always tough. It's hard to count them out ever. They always seem to make a late push. So, anyway. Now, Paul Goldsmith is batting 254 <laughs> with an on-base percentage of 354. So that's not bad. That's not bad. Go Goldie. Paul oh, Goldie. De, Paul Dijon. 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 Batting two, batting three twenty with a four oh eight on base percentage. Also not bad. Yadier Molina, he's, he's more known for what he does behind the plate, and then, but he's always had a solid bat as well. Yeah, for you, sure. You know, he's never been bad at the. He's plate. never been bad at the plate. Yeah. So. All right, and then moving into the last place in the Central, we have the Cincinnati Reds. Some say where baseball was invented. With a 22 and 26 record, sitting at seven games back, they are 12 and 11 at home and 10 and 15 on the road with a plus 27 run differential. Although they don't score very much, they also don't give up very much. Uh, they have a one game win streak going into their last 10. They have a six and four record. Now, they made some pretty big moves in the offseason, signing Puig. Um, to kind of back up Joey Votto, they signed. Uh, they got rid of Billy Hamilton. Um, signed Sonny Gray. Signed Sonny Gray. I don't know why they're not doing better. I mean, they're positive in everything. I think it's just those one-run games. I just can't seem to get the fuck over it. I wonder if they have that whole little brother mentality. Because they <sighs> lost two out of three to the Dodgers. One, two out of three versus the Cubbies. Took two out of three versus the Giants. Got fuck swept by the A's. No, two out of three versus the A's. Swept the Giants. I don't know. They, I feel like they should be doing better than they are. I mean, maybe they're turning it around, hence the six and four. Maybe they're going to get better. They're also in a tough division, man. I mean, they are, no doubt. I mean, they also have to play outside of their division, though, so they it's do. not like, you know. They do, yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah. With, uh, I mean, if you look at their, their catchers right now... Um, you have Barnhart, you have Casilli, you have Farmer. Uh, infielders, you have Inglesias as shortstop. Uh, Perez at second. Uh, Senzel at third. Suarez at third also. Van Meter at third. Votto at first. You know, then they have Dietrich, Irvin, Puig, and Winkler. I don't know. I just feel like they should be doing better than they are. I think they'll get it together, you know. At some point. At some point, they'll kind of write whatever it is that their issues are. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I but look, but keep an eye out for the Cubs. I will say that. I would. I would. Reds. Sorry, Reds. I keep saying Cubs because I think. Yeah. Anyway, Cincinnati. So anyway, keep your eye out for the for the Reds. I think that there's a pretty good chance that they can move up. They might make a late. Yeah, a late, late push. I can see them maybe even finishing as high as third. I can see St. Louis not making that late push, but the Reds doing it instead, and the Pittsburgh Pirates kind of falling off because maybe. You know they only—they're basically riding off of one player right now, and if he stops doing well, then I don't know where they're going to go from there. Yeah. So, right now I kind of have it sitting almost the way that it is now. Um, I think that it will end up being the Chicago Cubs taking that division. I think Milwaukee will end up second, probably making the wild card, kind of like they did last year. Um, or no, not making it last year. Sorry, that was something. The Cubs made it in the wild card last year when they played the Rockies, and right. the Rockies won. Right. Who then went to play Milwaukee later? Um, but so yeah, I have Cubs, I have Milwaukee in second, I have uh, Pittsburgh in third, I have the the Reds moving up into fourth, and Seattle fall. Or excuse me, Seattle no, St. Louis in third, Cincy at four, Pitt in five. You have the Pittsburgh Pirates 
finishing last in the division? I do, yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You don't think they can sustain this? They're they're going off of one dude right now. That's true. Yeah. I don't think that that's sustainable. You know, they actually have a negative run differential, so they give up more. They're not good at home. They're 9 and 10 at home. Like, I, I don't think that's a recipe for sustained success. Right, 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 right. You know. I say, uh, I, I think the Cubs will run away with the division. Not run away. But they'll win it. They'll win it pretty yeah. comfortably. Uh, Brewers get the wild card. I think, man, three through five could be could be toss-ups, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I can see the Cars making a late late push because they always do. Um, Reds, I don't really see. I think the Reds finish last. And then Pirates... Pirates and cards will will flip flop. I think. Um, so yeah, that's mine. That's her. I just see better home record. I see a plus run differential. I see six and four in the last ten for both of them. But I see one team giving up a lot less runs. So that's the only reason why I have Cincy moving up. Yeah, it's fair. And I mean, outside of Josh Bell, who does the Pir- who do the Pirates have? I mean, they traded away everybody. So right, that's yeah. my concern. I mean, looking at their roster. For the Pirates? Yeah. I mean, Cavelli, Diaz, Bell, Elmore, Frazier, Morin, Newman, Tucker, Cabrera, Marte, Polanco, Reynolds. Hell, a lot of age, too. I mean, shoot, two of their four guys in the outfield are over 30. Polanco's no spring chicken. I mean, he's 27. Mm-hmm. We'll see, man. 22. Yeah. Anyway. It'll be the Cubs and Brewers coming out of that division, and then three through five is a toss-up for me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, next week we'll get into the uh, NL West with the Dodgers. The uh, last division. The last division. The Dodgers, the Pir- excuse me, uh, Padres. Diamondbacks, Rockies. Diamondbacks, Rockies, and, Rockies and the, Giants. The Giants. The Giants. After that, we'll have to go back and kind of like do a full recap Yeah, of everybody kind of where they're at now. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say I told you so, but with everybody in the Yankees being injured, they're back in first place. So, so told you so. Because you had the Rays, and they lost one dude, and now they're terrible. They're four and six in their last six. They lost one of the starting pitchers, right? Yeah. The Yankees lost all of them. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, Yankees are going to take that one. Anyways, moving on. Let's get into uh, NBA playoffs. NBA basketball. So the Warriors officially advanced to the fifth straight finals, sweeping the Blazers, which I don't think anybody expected. Sweeping-wise. Um, I was like winning for sure. I didn't expect a sweep. But I think the only people who thought it was going to be a sweep are people who live in the San Francisco area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Bay Area. Because, I mean, even uh, Charles Barkley was sitting there talking about how when KD went down... The Giants, or excuse me, the Giants. I was thinking of San Francisco Giants. Uh, when KD went down, the Warriors had no chance of winning beyond what they already had. And so, I mean, Steph and Co. obviously proved him wrong very quickly. Dude, they just kind of f- fell back to what they were, you know? Before KD got before there. Before KD. Yeah. It's, they... Which has always raised that question since then. Is KD that valuable? Because he kind of reminds me at this point of a Kawhi, you know? Like, the team was doing well when Kawhi didn't play. He makes them better when he does play, but they didn't get any worse, necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, do you think that they're a better team? Because KD's like, no, they're not a better team without me. And Of course he's going to say that. Yeah, I was about to say, he kind of has to say that, he first to say of that. all. 
I mean, granted, I think he probably should have been a little more supportive of his teammates and said something along the lines of like, well, if still they do wonderful without me. You know, maybe they're not necessarily harder to guard, but they're just a different team to guard without me. I think he probably could have said a few more things in that regard as opposed to continuing to be this tremendous douche that he's been essentially for his entire career. But they don't they didn't need him. They didn't need him. That's the thing. They didn't need him. He needed them. You know? They didn't need him. I can't say whether or not they're better without him, but they don't need him. No. They never needed him. I mean, because we even talked about when they first went over there. He's like, oh, great. You take the championship team and add one of the best players to it. Like, oh, it's like cheating. Yeah, that didn't mean, hey, we need you to win. That just means, oh, okay. We got. Yeah, you're welcome to come over. Right. I yeah. mean, we're pretty great. Right. You know, we're. Exactly. We got what we're doing down. Right. You know? We don't need you. They're more predictable when he's on the floor. Yeah. You have a better idea of what they're going to do. I think that they're a little bit harder to guard in a different respect. But they're conditioned really well. Yeah, they're stupid well. Like God. they're in great shape. They can run the floor literally. Phenomenal. Yeah, dude, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like how quickly they move. Steph moving without the ball. Steph and Clay. Clay alone, moving dude. without the ball. Iguodala. That's Clay's job. That's what he does. He yeah. moves without the ball. Literally. And. And he's a he fucking doesn't pro need to do anything else. No, but he it. knows how to do some things else, so that helps. I mean, not a whole whole lot, but he knows how to dribble the ball. <laughs> he knows how to dribble the ball. I mean, I can dribble a ball. He had forty four points <laughs> off of six dribbles. One of these days, we're gonna go to play dribble. basketball, and we're gonna see how well you can really dribble the ball. Okay, I'll shit. I will fucking destroy you, my dude. <laughs> Let's play. Let's play. Okay, yeah. You know what? Shit, I'm down. <laughs> but. No, but I'm you know, but my whole point is he doesn't have to dribble the ball. He doesn't. He doesn't do it a whole lot. His thing is catch and shoot. Catch and that's shoot. That's what they have him for. Yeah. He runs without the ball, he catches and he shoots it. When you have that quick of a release, that's all you need to do. Right, exactly. And yeah. when you're that accurate from anywhere on the floor, I mean dude. that's all you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Who's the better shooter, dude? Between who? Between him and Steph. <sighs> Steph. You think so? Yeah. Clay shoots within the confines of the sport before Steph got there. Steph got there and changed the way that the three-pointer works, changed the way that you have to score. Steph changed the game for Clay. Clay just followed in the footsteps of Steph. Steph is the better shooter. He revolutionized the game. Clay didn't revolutionize the game. He's it's yeah. And it's Clay's job to score more points. It's not on Steph to score more points. Yeah. He's supposed to lead the offense. He's supposed to make the assists. He's supposed to take those crazy threes. Steph or Clay is just supposed to make make the threes. Make the threes when he gets the ball passed to him. Yeah. Steph is supposed to create that play. That's a crazy argument. You know what I'm saying? That's a, yeah. So who do you think? I'm guessing you think Clay. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's it's tough. It's just amazing watching both of them. Yeah, for sure. I, I really the Splash Bros. I mean, if you had to pick one, who would it be? Steph. Yeah, see, same. Steph. It's and not because it's any discredit to Clay. It's like certain shooters. You almost you're almost like disappointed when they miss shots. Like his every time they shoot, you you expect the ball to go in. Right. He's one of those dudes. Right. You know. It's like, you're not disappointed, but you're like, you're almost amazed that he misses a shot. Right. You're like, fuck, really? I'm cool. You know? He usually makes that. Right. And that's the whole thing. Like, he made shots that are 
used to be considered a bad shot, yeah. a high percentage shot, him and Clay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they revolutionized the way the three-point game works. So it's crazy. Yeah. Bucks and Raptors just tied at 2-2. Yeah, last Raptors, night. Raptors beat the crap out of them last night. Yeah, they did. Like 120-something and 102 or something like that. Some ridiculous margin. But 120 to 102, I think. Yeah. Just a ridiculous margin, first of all. Second of all, damn, this is a good series. It is a good series. Bucks took two at home. It looked like the Bucks were going to run away with it for a second there, and now it's all tied up. Well, I don't know about that. Well, not run away. But I was about to say that first game was kind of a toss-up yeah. between who was going to win. I, I, I might have to change my answer at this point as to who wins. Raptors might actually pull this off. They kind of should have won game one. Yeah. Two and three, I mean, they fucking shut Giannis down. I mean, Giannis was one and nine versus Kawhi. Kawhi is beating that man up. I mean, he's making a case for best in the league right now. I would really like to see Toronto have to face Golden State because I would love to see what happens when you put Kawhi on KD. That would be a hell of a matchup. Wouldn't it? That would be a hell of a matchup. Yeah. Like, that would be fucking extraordinary. Either or is going to be a great series. Right? Either or is going to be a... I'm li- like, for once, I can actually say I'm looking forward to watching the finals in a few years because whoever wins, whoever comes out of the East, it's going to be a good series. Like, well, I mean, I still think that Golden State's going to win regardless. Think so? Oh, for sure. Seven or Less. Less. If the Bucks come out, they're gonna have a home court. Yeah, and so they'll lose in six. I don't know, man. You just don't want them to win anymore. Lots of people don't want them to win anymore because it's boring. But think about it. I mean, no other team in the East so far has really had somebody who can properly match up against Giannis. Right? Yeah. Until Kawhi got there. So then you've proven that Giannis is fallible and that you can stop him. And like I said, one and nine. Giannis put up 30 shots. or I mean, he had the ball like 30 times in plays. Mm-hmm. And he only went one and nine. So that means two-thirds of the team, excuse me, two-thirds of the time that Giannis had the ball, somebody other than Kawhi was on him. And he still didn't do that much. They still lost 120 to 102. I think that they've proven him fallible. I think they're going to watch game tape and be like, oh, fuck, we got this. I think that with Draymond and with Looney and with KD, that you can stop Giannis. It's been proven. Yeah. I think if Kawhi and co. comes out, I think it'll be a same thing. I think it'll be in six. I'd be okay if the Warriors won it again. I really, I mean, it's, it is what it is. They're, they are the Warriors. They're that good. Yeah. As much as I'm a Spurs fan, it, it does hurt to admit that, you know. They're that okay. fucking good. They're that fucking good. They're, they're dude, it's unreal. You it's know? unfortunate almost for the NBA. You know? Like, you have to respect it. Yeah. As much as I'm a Spurs fan, it, yeah. hurts, it, it kills me to say it, but you have to respect it. Yeah. They're doing what they're doing for a reason. Patriots got to respect the Pats. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think... I think as I've been watching, Colin Cowherd said it best. As I've been watching the series between the Bucks and the Raptors, I'm going, huh, these are good runner-up teams. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be better rested. They're going to get KD back, who's going to be extraordinarily well rested. They just rolled through Portland. They rolled through the team before that. They rolled through the team before that. They're that good, dude. They're that good. 
they're on a whole different existence of basketball right now. I don't think that they can be touched right now. I think that they're going to win. Do you think they're on another level right now because they were without KD or, do you, or and they kind of fell back to what they were, which is easy for them? Not easy, but they right. easy for lack right. of a better word, easy. Right. No, you, I think that they were always going to be like this. I think it was going to be like this regardless of who they had on the floor. Yeah. But for a different reason. Either it's you have the best basketball player in the game right now or it's because you have the best system in the game right now. It's one or the other. You know what I'm saying? It's like a dual-edged sword. Which way are you going to win? Yeah. You know? The Bliss guys were talking about this yesterday. They, this, or, Yeah, they were talking about it. Does any coach do this? Does any teach? Does can any coach lead this to lead this team to five straight finals? Or is it just is it Steve Kerr? I That's think a it's a question. I think it's a lot of coaches that could do it. Not any coach. Not just you know. You send whoever the fuck out there, and they can do it. I think a lot of. I think there are a handful of coaches that understand a certain play style and have a certain philosophy when it comes to basketball that could potentially do what Steve Kerr has done. But what I will say is I think that the front office for the Golden State has done extraordinary things with that team as far as moving off of Elliott, picking up, you know, this kid from Davidson who's got fucked up ankles, you know, picking up Clay Thompson, picking up Iguodala who's late in his career, you know, picking up Boogie Cousins, picking up KD even though like fuck that's a they lot have of money. Cousins, they don't even need him. Yeah, literally. I mean, they have Looney, who's been playing out of his fucking mind. He's earned himself a, a eight-figure contract. Yeah, dude. for sure. So yeah, it, you know, no, I don't think any coach could. Like, I couldn't have walked in there and done that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think that lots of high school coaches or even lots of college coaches. I mean, I think you're going to win a lot of games. You're going to win a lot of games. But are you going to win? Are you going to go to five straight champion? Well, maybe not. Yeah. You know. But anyway. That's a great question. That's a good question. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, can anybody take down Golden State? I don't think so. Not right now. The way they're playing right now? Probably not. Not right now. Next year depends on who goes where. Depends on a lot of factors. But right now, no. Yeah. I got Golden State in pretty much six, no matter who they're playing right now. (coughs) I'd say probably not, but... Would I like to see it? Sure. I think it would make for really interesting basketball. Yeah. In a lot of different cases. You I think that a, you, you have to. You want to see a good series. Right. Like, I think you, you know. have to at then point ask, is Kawhi the better player than Durant? I mean, he plays just as well offensively now. He's plays better defensively. Mm-hmm. Is he the best? I think if Giannis comes out and win, do you say, well, has he revolutionized the way the basketball is played also? Maybe not necessarily as much as Steph, but you look at his strength, his speed, his size, the way that they play the game, the way that teams have to adjust to play against him like and it would be interesting to see somebody from a different country come out and be very much so from a different country be very proud of that fact and be like yes i am greeks greek i'm greek. Greek. i am greek or grecian like i have done these things yeah and that could spread you know to the like when dirk won the nba you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like did that spread into germany and germany's like oh fuck well if our best you know if the fuck, the best player in the nba this year was german then shit we should invest more in basketball and see what we can do to get more players out there and like would that be better for international basketball overall if he won you know what i'm saying i think so 
Because, I mean, there's also Siakam, who's from Africa, who very well could be that fit. Because, I mean, shit, he's earned a max contract at this point. Goddamn, boy, he's been playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'd be interesting. Anyway, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. It's either the dynasty continues or... Somebody knocks him off for a year. And there's really interesting storylines yeah. in either case. Yeah. So, anyway. Moving on to this last point. Uh, Anthony brought up this question. He brought up this point from Adam Silver. Um, he says that he wants more uh, female refs and coaches MBAs in the really? NBA. Says that there's no reason why women should not be coaching men's basketball. Are we not talking about magic? And vice versa. Oh, we'll talk about that after that. Okay. Because uh, Joy's not going to come on. Okay. So, we'll just go. My bad. Didn't mean to interrupt that. No, no, no. You're totally good. <laughs> totally good. But anyway, so yeah. And I remember Stephen A. Smith talking about this. He's like, there's no reason that men should be coaching women's sports. It should be women coaching women's sports. But... I have this understanding where it's... He said there's no reason men should be coaching women's sports? Yeah, basically he's like women should be coaching women's sports and men should be coaching men's sports because so who knows he, it better than the person who can play that sport? So I guess he 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 has, he has hasn't been watching UConn basketball. UConn wins basketball. And that's kind of my point. For like the last 10 years. It's exactly my point. I'm like, it's who's best qualified yeah. for the position. Basketball is basketball. Same with Adam Silver. I have no reason to say that there shouldn't be more or less... Women in the NBA in any facet of the game. I mean, you look at Becky Hammonds. Yeah. There's already some NBA, there's yeah, already some female not, referees. Right. I mean, know? and women are getting more and more involved in all sports at this point. I mean, remember the whole Bucks have the couple of women that they just hired on? Um, yeah. But again, I think it's just most who's most qualified for the job. I think the hard part is looking past all the old head white dudes that are like, oh, women in sports. <laughs> No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, no, there's no reason why. If they're qualified for the job, if they can do the job, you'll figure out everything else. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. There's no reason why they shouldn't be. You're exactly right. But who's most qualified? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Becky Hammond deserves a job. Yeah. I can't say it right now. Deserves a job. I really do. I I think she could coach. I don't think, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't see any reason why she couldn't. Again, it's just what has she been able to do so far? Yeah. You know, it's the tough part. How do you break into things, I guess, is the hard part. Well, she's already kind of broken in. She's top, a top assistant to pop. So, right, for sure. No, no, no. And I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying like, I'm trying to think of guys who are top assistants who have gotten jobs who also haven't got, or who have been a head, like, who haven't been a head coach. Oh. And I'm sure there are tons of them. Lots of I mean, all over the place. I just can't think of one off the top of my head, which makes me a terrible sportscaster. But it's <laughs> a different story. Yeah. Um, I think she's earned it. I really do. I think she gets a few interviews this month. She she got interviews last year. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I remember that for sure. I, I see no reason, man. I really, you'll figure out everything else. I can't think of any. But anyway, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I see no reason. What are you trying to think of? You think trying to think any of, of them top assistants who have earned head coaching jobs, right? That well, I mean, Ime Doka is another one. Ime has been one of his top assistants as well. You know, yeah. Uh, Steve Kerr has Steve Kerr has uh, Mike, whatever his name is. That he's actually been a, a head coach though. I forgot what his last name is, but uh, Mike Brown. Yeah, my bro. Okay, so anyway, okay, besides that, let's let's do this then. 
Do you think it would be more or less interesting if men and women had to coach their respective gender sports? Like, imagine if UConn basketball had a female head coach and never had the coach that they had, that they didn't win all those championships, that they weren't the national powerhouse for so long. Do you think that would make the sport more or less interesting? How, how so? I'm sorry. In any regard. If he wasn't there, do you think they would have had the same level of success? If they had the same level of success, would it be as known because there was a female head coach? Or if they wouldn't have had that level of success, would college basketball, women's college basketball even be relevant at all? I think they have that success for a reason. Do you think it was because of that coach? A lot, yes. Probably. Okay, so take away that coach. Do they have the same success? Probably not. Depending so, on who the, who the female coach is. Probably. So then we might never have even talked about them. You know, do you think one of the reasons that we have who we have in certain categories is because it helps the sport as a whole? I don't necessarily think so. I don't think that it, depending on the gender, makes the sport better or worse. Yeah. Like, I don't think that if you had all women as coaches in a league that it would make this league any better or any worse than a comparable I'm sorry, I'm league. To, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding like what you're trying to, like with the point you're trying to make. Would it be better for a league if there were all women? Okay, so let's say there's two leagues, right? Let's say there's two basketball leagues, okay. one men and one women's. Okay. Let's say they're fairly like comparable. Like there is now. Right. Let's say they're fairly comparable, though. Okay. As far as amount of players, amount of talent, all that kind of stuff, right? Okay. Do you think it's better for a league to have all of one gender coaching? Do you think that makes it better or worse? So in the all-female league, all-females right. coaching-wise. Yeah. Now, let's say the talent was all the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, every team was exactly comparable, and he had a, a, all coaches were men on one league, and all coaches were women on the other league. I don't necessarily think it would be better now. I mean, because... Do you think it'd be worse? Not necessarily, no. I don't. I mean, it's it's it all comes down to whether or not who is better for the job. I mean, if there if there are some male coaches out there that would take, you know, would gladly take a a, a job for a female team, mm-hmm. I think they would. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it necessarily makes it better or worse. Mm-hmm. You know, it just see. My whole thought was is if, and I'm going to say this, and don't don't don't. Y'all don't judge me here. I do think that an all-female run league would be potentially worse in so much as that there are not as many females who are as interested in sports as there are males who are interested in sports. So I think the coaching talent would be better on the men's side because there's more of them. I mean... It's like recruiting yeah, out of a big school versus recruiting out of a small school. When you have more talent to choose from, you're going to have a better team. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's a factor, yes. So I, I, I think that if you had a league that was all female coaches, it might not go as well simply because there aren't as many female candidates. Right, who would be at the same level, if not better, than a male counterpart. Never know with that, man. You I never, don't. And I'm you saying, never know who's out there. I mean, you could easily fill every women's college coach and every women's professional coach with a woman 
who's much more qualified to coach than somebody else. I'm not saying that there aren't enough to fill yeah. every one of those positions. But again, when you look at the talent pool of who A, wants to coach, B, knows the game well enough, C, has the skills to do so. Who's overall qualified for the job? I think there just happen to be more men. I don't, I'm don't. i not taking anything away from females at any stretch of the imagination. I mean, look at Pat Summit. Fuck. She's one of the greatest college coaches of all time. I didn't say women's coaches. I said college coaches. Yeah. Like, she's fucking extraordinary. I mean, UT has a head coach that was a women's coach for or, uh, softball for the longest time. Shit, Kat Osterman used to coach the Texas State Bobcats. She played for Texas State. She played for the women's national team for softball. I'm not saying that there aren't women who can do it who don't have the skill. I'm saying I just think there might be more men, and that's why we see more men in these positions than... Well, if we start making more breakthroughs, hopefully more women can come out and, you know, see these people, these these other females doing what they're doing, Becky Hammond, whoever mm-hmm. else it may be, and say, Oh fuck yeah. We're right. starting to make we're starting to make history right now. I want to be a part of this. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe right. it'll, maybe it'll start to inspire more females to come out who are and will be qualified for these jobs. Right. You I know? think it's just if you want to. Yeah. I think it's if you want to is the biggest one. But, yeah, I, I, I think that the biggest reason why there isn't now is just because there's less of them. That could be that could be it. Yeah, I'm saying. And yeah. I also think a little bit of it is as fuck. We don't put enough emphasis on women's sports in the first place. We don't. Even growing up, Little League softball all the way. I mean, you know, you look at, like, any baseball complex in a lot of cities that I've been to will have one softball field, mm-hmm. but then, like, four baseball fields. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, dude, I, I forgot what I was watching, but I heard somewhere that the WNBA, the players, don't make nearly the salaries. They make trash. They make. They have to go play overseas. Yeah, if you want to make money, you go play. Shit, Ellen, I mean, she could have been drafted in the yeah. WNBA, but she didn't. She went and went and played in Spain. You have to have a second Because you can actually get money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're like the superstar, but even then you're still not making yeah. all that much. That's crazy. Dude. You know? Yeah. It's two totally different leagues. Yeah, it's 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 not even yeah. It's just yeah. Anyway, I I have nothing against any women coaching any sport, being a referee for any sport, doing anything that has anything to do with sports at all. Same. I'm all for it. Same. I just think that right now there are more men because I don't think there's enough attention being paid to women's sports to get them to be that involved. That's not that's not false. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should, I wish. I mean, like, how easy is it to go find football on ESPN? I was, like, four websites deep trying to find how UT was doing in the Super Regionals for softball. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. To go find how they were playing, to see their double hat. And even then, they didn't have stats. They didn't have players. They just had, like, basic scores. Oh, they have four hits and eight runs. So the resources weren't available? No, they're not. If they were, they were hard to find. It was, like, not overly accessible. I mean, granted, it wasn't super hard to find. It was, like, four clicks of a button. It took me, like, 15 minutes. But, fuck, all I got to do is ESPN and hit NFL, and I'm there. Yeah. I know everything I ever want to know about everything in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I don't know. I wish there were more. I, I do wish there were more. I'm going to change my answer. I wish there was more emphasis on youth women's athletics up through the college game and to the professional level first so that we could then get more coaches. We could inspire more. Bingo. Yeah. To get more women. Excuse me. I don't know why I'm screaming at the mic. You get more women involved in the game. I know, right? You get more women involved in the game. You get them more interested in sports. You get them more active. You put more emphasis on it. Yeah. And then we get better coaches. 
Yeah, I'm saying. I think they're out there. I really do. It's I do just, too. But I just like I think that okay. For example, like my mom is one of the greatest managers I have ever met in my entire life. Your mom is killing it. My mom, yeah, she's fucking killing it right now. She's about to become a, a, a essentially the district manager for all of one chain of movie theaters that own more than half of the movie theater shares in San Antonio. That's pretty crazy. More than half of the money that gets spent in the movie theaters gets spent at her chain, and she's about to essentially run all of them. That's pretty crazy. If she ran a sports team? Dude. Fuck. Dude. You know what I'm saying? But. Let's go have her buy the Texas Rangers. Yeah, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that, but I wouldn't let her manage it. I'd fucking manage it. Like, get out of here, Mom. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> but, again, if cool, she Mom, could manage over. those things... Because she had been more interested in them because they had been introduced earlier to her. Yeah. I think she could do better than a lot of guys out there. But because it wasn't an emphasis, there was no emphasis. Emphasis? Emphasis on the wrong syllables. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I say I don't necessarily want more women right now. I want more participation, more funding, more attention to go into female sports. In youth and... To Bingo. In, to inspire more. Correct. Okay. To inspire them more to get there. Instead of having to have the one or two breakthroughs in the pros, start them young. Fuck it. Start them young. Well, yeah. not, why not do both? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm down for any which way. Yeah. But so, yeah. You know, instead of, I think there would be more of a delay if you did it at the top down, though. If you start from the bottom up, you can get a wider broad to start. In five, in five, ten years, do we have a female assistant or female head coach in the league? Yeah think so for sure yeah. in some professional sports league yeah baseball football basketball soccer i can see it for, for sure. sure awesome for sure all right magic's dirty laundry or the lakers dirty laundry i should say it's like all their dirty laundry Goddamn. so magic went on first take basically aired some dirty laundry regarding the lakers and said that um they were he was basically being backstabbed and they were doing things but kind of behind his back. And he went in telling them, hey, I have these other jobs, uh, so I won't be available 24-7. Right. You know. Which he let them know in advance, look, this makes more money for me. Yeah. I'm going to be over there, too. This is where I get my money from to mm-hmm. deal with it. And they're like, okay. And apparently Polenka was not happy with that or was uneasy with that and made comments and... Yeah, apparently he was really shitty about it, too. I guess he just started going around and telling everybody that he wasn't in the office enough, he wasn't doing enough work, he wasn't doing X, Y, and Z. And Yeah. Even though there you know, there was the understanding that that was okay, that was accepted, that yeah. Jeannie told him that that was fine. Like, I, I don't understand. I mean... How bad do the Lakers look right now, man? They look like garbage. The I internal mean, power struggle is real. The little buses, the little bus brothers. That's fine. I didn't mean that. The little, <laughs> <laughs> the little bus brothers. The little bus brothers. The little bus brothers, which still doesn't sound any better. No. But the little brothers to Genie Bus. Yeah. Thought that they should have more control, so they were being backstabby. Palenka was being backstabby because he didn't like the way that Magic operated. He thought he wasn't paying enough attention to the dumpster fire that is the Lakers right now. And so there was this weird internal power struggle. Because, I mean, the whole thing with the Luke Walton came out. Basically, Magic said, I want to fire Luke Walton. And at first they were like, well, let's think about it. And then they were like, yeah, okay, go ahead and do that. And then they got a bunch of other guys in there who were friends with Luke within the organization. They're like, oh, no, 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 you no, can't you, do that. You don't want to do Let's that. work it out. Yeah. No, you said, I have power. 
I'm getting back. So I am. I should, I'm kind of glad he left. Honestly, I mean, if he didn't leave, we don't know this. Can you not blame the guy? Like, can you? Really? Oh, I'd have gotten the fuck out of there, no problem. I mean, so fast. I even it. actually had a situation like that a while back where I got out of a situation where I got into it and everybody was just like, "Yeah, fuck this kid." And so I was like, "All right, well, later then." Yeah. Like I, I get it, but <sighs> who takes over that job? That's maybe? what I'm trying to figure out. Who I, wants that job? I don't think anybody right now. I, mean, I think this shows how bad the Lakers are from top to bottom right now. I mean, I think they need to sell the organization. I think the buses need to get out of there. They won't. No, because why would you? Yeah, exactly. But they have, they're going to have to do some pretty deep soul searching and some pretty intense. Right now, you do not look good to the public eye. You don't look good. Oh, my God. The no. only thing that makes you look good to the public eye is you have one of the best basketball players on your roster. If not the best basketball player on your and roster. And not even necessarily in his prime anymore, unfortunately. Not in his prime, yeah. Yeah, like. Damn. What do you think LeBron thinks of all this, dude? Like, like what's going on? <laughs> I through think his... he thinks like he'd have made a bad fucking choice. Like, what? You know? Like... I think he thinks he's made a bad choice. I think that he really wishes he would have gone to Philly at this point. Or Brooklyn. Or stayed in like, the literally East anywhere. anywhere else. The Knicks. Gone back to the Heat. Stayed with the Cavs. Like, he fucked up. <laughs> I wonder if he has anything to do with this. Oh, I don't know. On some level. I'm not necessarily saying that any of it is his fault. I just wonder if. Yeah, anybody is having in this power struggle because they want to be the one who takes LeBron back to the promised land, or they want to do X, Y, and Z, or they think it should be run like this, and because they think that's best for LeBron and company, or you know what I'm saying? I just don't, I just, I, I still don't get besides the branding why he thought it would be a good idea to go to the LA. I really like, yeah. I, just, I don't like young talent. You are LeBron James, but at the same time, right? You know. I think it's not so much so wanting to go Conference. to... It's not the Eastern Conference. Right. I think, And that's, I think, right there is the point. I think he wanted to go to the West more than he wanted to go to the Lakers. I think he wanted to win in the West more than he wanted to win with the Lakers. Yeah. That might have been it. Yeah, I'm saying. But again, it's great for his brand. LeBron is an extraordinary businessman. Yeah. Like, he is oh, he's the, he's gonna smart. Do, he's going to do things outside of basketball. Oh, God. He's already he, He's doing already things. doing out things outside yeah, of basketball. Yeah, like, he's extraordinarily smart. Yeah. So... You know, I, I I I have a hard time thinking that he's super happy right now, but I think that for his brand and his business, it's not the worst. Because again, the biggest name in basketball is on well, arguably one of the biggest names in basketball is on the biggest name in basketball. So, yeah, how do you go wrong there? I mean, how many people own Lakers jerseys and they're not even Lakers fans? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How many people have LeBron jerseys just because it's LeBron? It's yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's this funny. So I was telling my cousin, just random side note. Uh, he's asking me if I was going to join this bowling league. So I said probably not this time. You bowl? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Serious? Oh yeah. Dude. Oh, you have ball shoes like the full nine. How do you? Yeah, dude, I love bowling. I've been watching the PBA bowling roll like the tournament this we'll year, talk the about playoffs. It after. But anyway. Yeah, and the number one guy, Jason Belmonte, just got knocked out. So it's pretty. I'm pretty excited. I think, okay, like. And I think, so they have two, four, five, so they have six guys left. They have one more bracket on the right-hand side to get down to the final four. Mm-hmm. There's nobody within the top five still participating. It's like 14 and... And what is this? Nine, bowling. No, bowling playoffs. In your league or what? No, no, no. This is like the 
professional bowling league. Oh, PBA. Yeah, the PBA. Yeah, I think there's like four guys left. I think it's like Samson and this other guy, and they're like 14 and nine. And the other Samson. side, yeah. And then the other side, I really like Samson. I like this bowling style. And then on the other side, there's like a like a 15 and a eight, and then like a yeah. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Like there's nobody that you would assume in the top eight, top four, still there. But anyway, neither here nor there. I'm all getting hyped up about bowling. The bowling playoffs are crazy. So, yeah. but he asked me if I was bowling. I said no. So uh, I was like, well, I, you know, I, I joined up for free agency for softball for the summer. So, you know, if I play, I can get you on my team. He's like, oh no, man, I'm pl- I'm cool. I played that doubleheader with you a couple of weeks ago, and uh, like I'm fucking I'm dead. Like I I was sore for literally a week after that. So I was like <laughs> I was like, oh well, just stretch after that. He goes, man, fuck that. My stretching is putting my beer from my hand into my mouth. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> raising my hand, yeah. raising my beard in my mouth is his only form of stretching. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But anyway. I um, don't disagree with you about the about the buses selling the team. They won't. But they won't. They should. But yeah. it's not a bad idea right no. now. You yeah. look like a hot mess. Yeah. You are a hot fucking you mess. You are a hot mess. There's no look like it. You just are that. You are that. Yeah, from top to bottom. I'm so like that's LeBron one nice thing about a Spurs fan is like we don't have to worry about that. LeBron ain't gonna change that. You know? No, he's not. Yeah, he's not gonna help you as much as you want him to be the savior of your organization. Yeah, not a fucking chance. I think they need to trade LeBron too. I mean, at this point, how do you not ask for the trade? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like hey, the, I'm cool. Yeah, Can thanks, I, dudes. Know, Please get rid of me. It's been fun. I'm cool. Yeah, I you need know? to go back to the East now. I'm old. I'm tired. <laughs> like, let me go. Like, <laughs> I got shit to do. Yeah, for you know? sure. Like, I, I wouldn't want to be there if I were him. I mean, why would you do I mean, I mean, fuck, the Cavs were a dumpster fire, too. But, I mean, even the Cavs look a little more organized than these guys do at this the point. The Cavs weren't in L.A. This yeah. is L.A. That's fair. Yeah, that's got to play a huge part. is put... It's personified. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, you are the media. You are point. the media. That's fair. Alrighty, next week we'll have the NL West. Mm-hmm. Was it NL West? Yeah. Yep, with the uh, Rackies and the Diagers and the Diamondbacks and such. The Padres. The Padres. Manny Machado. Manny Machados. <laughs> the Nolan Arenados and the Manny Machados. <laughs> Why are you doing that? I don't know, dude. I'm tired. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got to get out of here. <laughs> don't pick on me. <laughs> Game of Thrones, you want to hear about Game of Thrones real quick? Got 10 minutes. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm sorry your dragon show ended stupid, but like, whatever. Oh, dude, I was okay with it. For anyone that hasn't seen it, turn it off. Turn this off right now. It's been fun. We're going to give you 10 seconds to turn this off because we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. 10, 9, 9, 3, 2, 0. Okay. If you're still here and you haven't seen it, you got to be okay with me ruining it. Spoilers! I was okay with it. I, I mean... So Jon Snow's the like, dude whose dick doesn't work becomes king, right? <laughs> yes, <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I was not okay with. First of all, so his <laughs> dick not working or him becoming king? Him becoming king. Oh, him I was becoming, like, one you can't control. <laughs> one you can't control. I wasn't okay with that. I just, I was okay with how it ended, but not that. Like, I, I joined the party late with Lauren. And she was amazed that I had never seen Game of Thrones before. And so we started watching, and I was like, oh, this show is really awesome. This show is really cool. And so we binged it, and of course, and got caught up and all that. Like you do. Like you do. Um, Jon Snow was kind of the main guy. 
and everybody kind of wanted him to be the guy on the Iron Throne. Did he eventually say bye to his wolf? Yes, he okay, did. Okay, cool. Yes, he did. I was going to say, because fuck that dude, because he didn't say bye to his dog. The wolf went with him, too. His 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 dire wolf went with him. Okay, cool. So okay, he cool. En- they ended up riding off into the sunset together. So he, he kind of, he's been saying all along, I don't want it. I don't want the Iron Throne. I don't want it. Okay, that's fine. You kind of get it. Like, no matter if he's the right guy for it or not, he's he doesn't want it. That's okay. I was happy that uh, Tyrion, Peter Dinklage, do you know who Peter Dinklage is? Nope. Okay. I was happy he didn't die. Thank God for that. He was close to dying, but I was happy he didn't. Um, I just wasn't okay with them giving the guy, giving that guy the Iron Throne. Like, they basically said, oh, he has the best story. No, he doesn't. This dude can literally see, he, he, he got turned into How a- How does he get around Middle Earth in a wheelchair? That's the thing I really don't understand. You know, that's- <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. Like, where are the wheelchair accessible ramps in a <laughs> castle? <laughs> How do you get up and down stairs? Yeah, like, what do you do? Who's dragging you up a tower? <laughs> you know what I'm like, just throw him over the shoulder and carry the wheelchair. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, did you see anything else about it? No, no, <laughs> I've seen zero, dude. Literally, it's a, a good show. I've like, literally seen. I, that's what I understand. Like, I, it's understand. It's a great. It's a great show. I mean, I guess seasons one through like seven are a great show, and then season eight apparently just takes I'm a not, fucking dip. But the writers have been getting a lot of hate about how they ended it, and I'm I, I'm like, hey, if you think you could have wrote something better, go for it. Yeah. But apparently, Aaron Rodgers said they're they're writing Star Wars too, so they might have been distracted on I was like what I heard is they're also writing prequels to the show really I guess yeah something well there's a bunch of spin-off ideas so yeah so uh, I think they might also be already kind of excited about yeah opening up the prospect of that but yeah they're got their mind I just feel so bad for people who like spend eight years countless amounts of time watching the show talking about the show waiting for the show to come out waiting for each episode to come out to end on a shitty note, not a shitty note, but it ended on a very, end on a not a great, a, a very rapidly closed, yeah, like kind of a situation. Like I'm like that kind of sucks. I'm sorry. There's not more. There was a halfway point in the season where I was like, well, this one or this season, okay, where they killed the Night King. Uh, the 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 female. didn't it happen in like thirty fucking minutes or something like that. Like they spent like eight years waiting for this battle and then it lasted yeah. like thirty minutes. Exactly. It lasted one night. And it for it took like fifty. It took like a couple weeks of film, rightfully so, because it was it was a great episode. All right, no, I'm not hating on it, but, but like that was kind of like the main uh, things of like what you were expecting. But they did that halfway through the season, and after that, I'm like, well, where do we go from here? Like, it's this whole thing has been leading up to this, but like, what? Where do we take the story right here? Or where do right. we take the story from here? But anyways, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I'm not gonna do that. Well, I'm not talking to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I love you, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch that. <laughs> You're not gonna dedicate eight years of your life. I'm not. And crammed into. I'm not. A few. I could. You Unfortunately, could. I could. What's I'm, the best TV series you've ever seen? Archer. Archer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Animated. That's animated, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's kind of a personal preference in so much as that, like that style of humor, very much relates to like how my family communicates. And okay. so when I watch that, it's like watching an extended piece of my family pretend to be spies. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so I have a personal connection to that show. Now, if you want like a like a real life like yeah. show show. Is Archer still going on or is Archer over? Mm-hmm. It's, no, still it's still going, going on. on. Yeah. Okay. 
because it's animated, it's pretty easy to just like gotcha. And the cool thing is like they make up like different storylines. Like after the first couple of seasons, they started doing like individual seasons of storylines. So it's the same characters, but they're playing different people. Do they recycle shit? Do they recycle like plots and things? Or? No, no, no. It's all this. It's all brand new storylines. Okay. It's just it doesn't. It's not a continue. So it says going like you know season one through four. Yeah. It's just a series of events. It's like season one through four, and they have like Vice, and then they have. Uh, you know, nightmare one. They have a detective one, and they right. have like a you know what I'm saying, right. a CIA one where they're you know drug dealers or drug mules or whatever. So it's just individual storylines for a season kind right. of a deal. Um, but Archer's number one, I guess, even though it's animated. Um, I don't really know if I have a favorite non-animated. Did you ever see Breaking Bad? <sighs> didn't like it. Didn't like it. Not really. You didn't like it. What didn't you like about it? I just didn't care enough. Really. I was like, oh, who the fuck is this guy to just start selling meth? Cause a random teacher. Yeah, because you're like a cancer something. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I, 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 don't, I don't care. Did you ever care. watch Lost? Uh, a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. I just, I don't know if I just, I, I just. You're not a big fan of, t- just, yeah. I like movies better than I like TV shows. Like, I still have never seen The Office or oh my I've God. never seen um, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I like Parks and Rec. Love Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec was great. Um, I watched we we watched Office and Parks and Rec back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, uh, I like stand up more than I like anything else. So I watch a shit ton of stand ups, um, like stand up specials on Netflix and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Love that shit. Comedy movies, comedy shows. Like, yeah, yeah, all about it. But <laughs> anyways, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else before we let the the wonderful people out there go back to with their daily lives. No, that I think. Have you got anything? That's it. No, I'm excited for next week. Sorry if I ruined Game of Thrones for you, but we gave you a warning. I was like, at this point, it's your. It's on you. Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> I, I don't. I've never even seen the show, and I know how it ends, so it's kind of on you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So anyway, all right, all right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Be good to animals. Be good to yourself. Be Treat good to yourself. other drivers. Don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't do anything I would do. Thank you, baseballism. Thank you to brother. Thank you to Hanging Oak Studio. Thank you to you. Thank you, man. Thank you to you. You, the listener. You, the listener. Happy one year. Happy one year, dude. God, it's crazy. I know. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Peace. Baseballism is a lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime, specializing in premium apparel and glove and leather accessories for men, women, and children. Visit baseballism.com and use coupon code AA Sports for a 15% discount on your next order. Not ready to order today? Follow Baseballism on Instagram to stay connected. Baseballism is America's brand.